reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. why they are you know don't bother to do many things what everybody can do is to speak the way Philip spoke to Nathaniel hallelujah Luke 1 46 As, uh, 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 John said John John Sorry. And Nathanael said to him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip, who had earlier met Jesus, said to him, Come and see. This is basic. One of the things a Christian must do. He says, and now we are ambassadors for Christ. 
to wait that God was in Christ reconciling the world to him and has given us the same spirit of reconciliation. We are ambassadors for Christ. You can't be quiet. And now in our beautiful church, once a month, we have the chance to say to someone, come. Once a month. Salvation rally, Friday night. And sometimes the salvation rally will be two nights, three nights. Yes. This church may be called Mega Church, but the real name is Salvation Army. Oh, Jesus. That's the real name. We call Lighthouse, Mega Church, and so on. But it's a modern day Salvation Army. I believe it. Yes. Salvation Army. Salvation Army. In fact, this. Uh, uh, these are the words of William Booth. Wow. Get people saved. Keep them saved. Get somebody else saved. And then stay saved. We are, we are, we are, we are entrenching ourselves at the salvation level. Oh, yes. The salvation level. The lowest level is salvation. We will stay here. No, not knowing that this is rather where there is a door. That takes you directly to the top. I said, you will get to the top before those who are climbing fast oh, will yes. get there. Yes. Salvation army. Salvation army. So we are praying for our salvation rally. It's our first. Every month we will have it. And I want you to join it. Because your testimony is in salvation. Amen. Certain breakthroughs you are looking for will come as you join us to bring souls into the kingdom. Amen. And we are praying that Lord for our first salvation rally this Friday make me a part of it. Make me a part. Connect me to my basenta. Yes. Let me join. Let this, let this car park be filled with buses. In the name of and Jesus. And as for swollen Sunday Lord make me a major part I myself, I'm going to start gathering. Yes. Tell the Lord, Father, I'm going to start gathering. Not money, but souls to fill. Remember, when you are saved, you must also do things. Lord, what must I do? And Jesus did not tell Paul, nonsense. Concentrate on your salvation. He said, no, go to town. You'll be told what to do. We survive by doing things. Amen. I said we survive by doing things. Amen. Yes. The night I got born again, we went for a dawn broadcast wow. a few hours later. Wow. And the guy told me to preach. Hmm. And I told him that I got born again three hours ago. He didn't even mind me. You know, there are some questions when people ask, you don't even mind them. You don't even mind them. He said, go and preach. I was surprised that I had something to say. Three hours saved. Three hours. The way. Three hours saved. Wow. And it's been 34 years. 34 years. 1984. 34 years. Wow. September. 
34 years. From that dawn. And we went for a Jesus march around Takradi Market Circle. From that day, I have been doing things. Jesus. When I tell you that I have been in church for the past 34 years, don't, don't get confused. It's like, like, I love God, or I'm a special Christian, or I'm somebody who loves church. Like I'm a church. No. I've been around only because I've always been busily doing something. It is the Amen. doing that keeps us in the church. Amen. Yes, it is the doing. The more you do, the more you stay. The more you do. That's why in this church, Basenta members also join Basantes. Oh, yes. Basenta members are in the choir. Dancing stars, different groups, communion stars. We, the more you do, the more your establishment is guaranteed. Don't be here and not do anything. Amen. Lord, what will you have me to do? And he said, arise and go into the city. And it shall be told thee what thou must do. Lift your hands and commit yourself to the salvation rally this Friday. Say, Lord. Oh, yes. I may not sing. If I, no. I can't sing. I can't play keyboard. I can't play the keyboard. As for preaching, I'm not like Bishop who can preach. But Lord, I, I will witness. This Friday, I'm bringing souls. I'm bringing souls. I'll, I'll be here myself. I'll be here with souls. Oh yes. Father, I commit myself to the salvation rally. And as it leads to our first swollen Sunday, Lord, I'll be a part of this great way. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Open your mouth and pray. Pray. I'm also going to tell someone, come and see. Come and see.
together for the Lord. Make some noise unto the Lord. Keep clapping your hands. It's another beautiful Sunday. And it's testimony time. Psalm 104 verse 24, please. The Bible says, O Lord, how manifold are thy works. How manifold are thy works. There are many things that the Lord has been doing in this house. Hallelujah. I said there are many things that the Lord has been busy doing. Receive some of the many things. Hallelujah. I said receive some of the many things. You too, after today, you will come back with your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Help me welcome to give us our first testimony. Our own brother, Prince Kofi Kofi. Put your hands together as he comes on stage. Prince Kofi Kofi. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. I don't feel your excitement. Amen. Prince, how are you? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Beautiful. So what is your testimony? What did I dance for me? I'm starting work. I'm tired. So I'm learning work with my master with four boys, apprentice. So I come and add with five. So right now, when they are doing the work, I say, Master, boss, this work, how they do it? And say that, oh, they do it like this, and they cut it like this, face it like this, and I say, okay. But the next day, around five, they don't five. Five o'clock. I went to the wake. Face bathroom, the wall in the floor. Wait, wait. Hear him well. You, 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 you are an apprentice. You are learning how to tie. Yes. And you were taught once. Yes. How to lay towels. Yes, yes. And then after the touch, what happened? After the next morning, around five, I went to the wake. And I face the bathroom, the wall, and the floor. Before facing the bedroom. The first day? The second day. I mean, they taught you the first day. And then yes. by the second day, on your own, yes, without yes. any assistance, without any, any, anyone supervising you, you were able to go ahead and go and lay the towels. Is that what you are saying? Yes, yes. The Lord is also making you a quick understanding. I said, the Lord is also making you a quick understanding. You shall find the work of your hands. Receive it now. So what happened after that? After that, I'm facing the bedroom. And when my master came around nine, even the apprentice, they came and said, hey, who fits this one? The bathroom, uh, the bathroom and the bedroom. I said, please, it's me. So uh, you, this boy, you are so good. So he decided... You you hear such things in your life. I said you will hear such things in your life. May it also be said of you that you are so good. Receive it now. So when it come, he said I will pay twelve million. But after the next morning, the thing that I went and do, he said no. This money I used to dash you. Take it. God is giving you free gifts. I said God is giving you free gifts, and these gifts are establishing you. Receive the blessing of the Lord. But the third day, you the 12 million. Yes, he said I should take it. So I won't pay again. I said, please, thank you. Ah, so the testimony has not finished. Oh. Hey. 
Okay, and you tell us. Before the third day, they went, I packed all my tools in the wake. So my clothes, everything. So the apprentice, the four of them, they used my clothes, my tools to go to a certain malam, but I didn't know the hey, name. Wait, did you hear that? Please say it again. But the, the third day, they used my clothes and my tools to go to a certain malam, but I didn't know their name. Who used? There are four apprentices. Hey! Why? And when they, they went to the malam, and the malam told them that, this boy, I cannot do anything bad against him. <laughs> I don't know why you're still seated. I said, I don't know why you're still seated. You should be jumping. You should be shouting. Wow. And it's the balance, the balance is, they should go ask the boy, that who is called Kofi Kofi Captain. They should go ask the meaning of the captain before they can do it. So the man said that he cannot do these things. But the boy is in church as lighthouse. Hey! Did you hear that? I said, did you hear that? They know your pastor. They know your church. They know the canopy. Jesus. I remember this old song we used to sing in Sunday school. Under the canopy, under the canopy, under the canopy of God. My Savior will come and be, bring me security. Under the canopy of God. May the canopy of the church work for you. May the canopy of this church speak for you. May the anointing that is in this house suppress and force every devil out of your life. Receive it now. Don't know where you are seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. And the madam, the madam says, this thing when the boy is too good with people, he does things with people. He did have when he did have to, you give to people. So when he tried the boy, he will, he will die and the apprentice will die. Wow. And the apprentice came to to beg me. He said, Captain, please forgive all our sins that we oh, against us. I see your enemies bound before you. I said, I see your enemies bow before you. I said, I see your enemies bow before you. Receive it now. Please, thank you. Wow. Be good with people. When you are a person that you have some, something, you have to share with your friends. Uh, it's not because of our money, our cars, or our decent. When you have it, share with people. Please. Wow. Put your hands together for Lord for a powerful testimony. Wow. So bring us our second testimony. Help me welcome our very own pastor coming all the way from the Dodoa Church, Pastor Lester, to bring us a very powerful testimony. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Encounter men of God, you have to take your time. So, my man of God, I salute you. Please, you're welcome. Wow, I have a catalog of testimonies. You're also receiving a catalog. I said, You're also receiving a catalog. God is doing many things in your life. Receive it now. But because I'm an invited guest, I'll share one. But but because you are, I'm an invited guest in the service, so I'll share one. 
Okay. Yeah, but this testimony I'm sharing is an overdue testimony. I should have said it wow. many months ago. So why are you now coming with the testimony? Uh, God has been rebuking me. Two, two weeks ago, I was sitting where I normally sit. And a brother came to share a testimony. He had jumped into somebody's car. The person was trying to give him stress. So he said, oh, he works with pastors. Hey. And the person who was giving him suggest said he should go. Do you remember that testimony? I said, do you remember that testimony? Ask your neighbor, were you in church that day? And I enjoyed testimony. So as he was saying, I was shouting. But suddenly, God began to rebuke me because wow. I have a wilder version of that testimony. And I have never said it. A wilder Apart one. from my wife, nobody knows the story. A wilder version. A wilder version of that same testimony. No matter your situation, I see the Lord delivering you. No matter how bad things are, I see the Lord turning your story around. Receive it now. The, the day before the Good Friday service, the Thursday before the Good Friday, because there were some works at the Independence Square, I didn't go to work. And my car, it's another testimony, but my car was not working, so I borrowed my wife's car. Wow. And you see, women have a way of keeping their cars. So when you're driving your wife's car, you are careful. Very careful. I had gone to the Independence Square, but I'd received two calls which were disturbing concerning the Good Friday. I have other churches under me. Mm. So two of my pastors had called at different times. Just two minutes. Did you hear that? He has other churches under him. I see the Lord making you an overseer. I said, I see the Lord making you an overseer. You see, you see, some of you are not receiving it. If I was giving out cars and houses, you'd be jumping. But when I said, I see the Lord making you an overseer, becoming a pastor, some of you are seated. But if you're excited and you understand it, receive that blessing now. Please go. Somewhere around 4.30, one of my pastors had called that Drivers we had negotiated with weeks before. One had called that he had thought about the price. And he had de- just a day, he said he had decided that if he would not increase it by 100 Ghana cities, he would not come and pick the people. So the pastor had called me. What should we do? As I was thinking about it, probably 30 minutes, my own transport director in my church also calls that two of the drivers have decided that the price they are giving us was not good. Wow. I was at the independence case, so I just left. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't cry anybody. I just sat and I left. You didn't cry anybody. Because I needed to sort it out. So as I was on the road, I driven. I, I'm in a dental flat. So I got to the third gate traffic light. I knew the car. I saw the car in front of me. A white pickup with bars at the back with the police. They have written behind the police. Aye. Everybody say, eh? So I followed it. I was driving nicely. First, I was in my wife's car. And secondly, there was a police car in front of me. So I was driving nicely. I followed the car up to um, Loto Kiosk. I don't know what happened. I heard, bang! Can you relate? The same sound that our brother heard two weeks ago. Bam! May you not hear such noises. I said, may you not hear such sounds. 
But may the sounds that you hear be of joy, be of praise, be of glory, be of worship. Receive it now. So when I heard the sound, I, I checked in the car. When I became away, the police car had stopped. The driver's door was open. He was coming out. The front door had opened. So it was then I realized that, oh, I must have run into them. When the one at the front came out, he was massaging his neck. His neck? His neck. So I got angry in the car. I got angry with God. That day I had you only five with God. with God. I was bored with him. I had only five Ghana cities. I remember it because I had two Ghana cities, two. And one Ghana city, one. Do you see? Wait. I want you, I, I want you I, I'm just trying to get you to understand. It is very similar to our brother's testimony he shared two weeks ago. He was also bored with God, bored with his pastor because he said, ah, what small church, God, what, why? It's the same thing he's saying. He was bored. And then what happened? I was bored because I remember the money because I'd removed the one city that, oh, because I'm going to Dodua to sort out the buses, the toll in and out is one city. So I have two, two cities for my pocket. Carefully arranged. Yes. So when, when I saw the policeman coming, of all the people I can run into, so it should be a taxi driver or somebody going, not police. So I was bored with, and I remember I was saying things to him that if he was a man, he wouldn't be happy with me. I was bored. To God. With God. So I got down. I waited. When they came in front of the car, I got down. When I got down, the driver came to me. He wanted to smell my breath. He said, what are you thinking of? God, I was not speeding. So what are you thinking about? Where do you work? Bring your license. Then he said, is this car for you? I'm, I was wearing t-shirts and jeans. I'm sure I looked very Ordinary. small. Like So he said, I think you should call your father. <laughs> call your father to tell him what has happened. You will not be misunderstood. You will not be misrepresented. But the favor of God will go ahead of you. But as he was talking to me, the one who was massaging the neck, he just came, looked at the insurance sticker, looked at the roadworthy, asked me to open the car boot. He started inspecting the car. What he was looking for, I don't know. But as we were there, as I was, I was calculating, I have two, two Ghana cities. Even if this matter doesn't concern police, they don't take this. And now it is their car. But as we were there, they were talking. I was dead, so I was just listening to them. The other one was inspecting the car. A lady in church, Helen, I don't know whether she's here or in Adenta, she has never called me my name before. She always calls me Osofo. She was driving past. So she just saw me and shouted, Hey, Osofo, and waved. She just saw you and shouted what? Hey, Osofo. Shouted what? Hey, Osofo. Shouted what? Hey, Osofo. Shouted what? Hey, We live in the same neighborhood. She has never, I don't know if she knows my name, but she has never called me my name. She calls me Osofo. So she, she didn't stop. She just shouted, Hey, Osofo, and waved. <laughs> and then what happened? When she left, because she was in, in traffic, so she moved. The one inspecting the car just closed the boot and came to the driver. Essentially, leave him. Let's go. This is the one who was massaging. Who was massaging his neck? I don't know why you are still cheating. I said I don't know why you are still cheating. Whatever it is that has a lawful impediment against you, I see the Lord delivering you. 
Oh, you big church, are you ready? Oh, you big church, are you ready? To my left, are you ready? To my right, are you ready? Romans chapter 13 and verse 1. We have gotten to the peak and the height of the service. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Say higher powers. For there's no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. I'm excited to tell you this morning that there's a power in this auditorium. There's a power in this temple. There's a power in this church that has been ordained for God for you and for me. There's a power that God has set. A man of God filled with the anointing. A man of God filled with the Holy Ghost. A man of God. Ready to deliver your healing. Ready to deliver your deliverance. Ready to deliver your breakthrough. If you are excited. If you are excited. This is a man of authority. This is a man of authority. The man we are about to experience is no mere man. If you are excited, can I begin to hear you shout? Can I begin to hear, see you jump? And wave your hands as we welcome to the pulpit our father, our very own bishop, Bishop Edwin Margaret Ogo. Keep shouting! Hallelujah! Clap your hands for Jesus once again. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. What a blessing and a privilege to be in your house today. Father, we commit ourselves into your hands. Lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to minister his word to you, to put a spirit in you, and bring you to a better place in your walk with him. Father, let us encounter be one that lifts me up one that establishes your word one that takes me forward in the things i'm doing in your kingdom we thank you for this blessed privilege in jesus name amen you may be seated let's welcome our sister Mariami to bless us with a hymn my gospel 
Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Maui Rami. Beautiful. What a beautiful and a wonderful time to be in church. And this morning, I'm preaching from Salvation Message 11. And it introduces a subject that a believer must know about. And um, if you will open your book, you will notice that the title of the message is Eternal Life Through the Blood of Jesus. Eternal Life Through the Blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, cause us to experience the power in your blood as your word comes forth. Let it minister grace and power in a very mighty way in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. One very important subject a believer must be comfortable with must know about is the subject of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. We are here looking nice, looking polished, looking powerful because of the work of the blood. Without the blood, those who came to sing have no business on the stage. Because if they tell you their past social history, you will, you will, you will go mad. You, you, you just run out of here into the bush. Without the blood, Reverend Michael has no business preaching here. A man who used to smoke Indian hemp in sacks. What business does he have here? Without the blood. I should be hiding in the trees quietly. The likes of me have no business here. Church, I shouldn't be here. The reason why we have boldness, the reason why we have joy in coming to church in spite of all the things we have done is because of the work done by the blood of Jesus. The blood. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Very, very important that 
for sin to be erased. For sin, for disobedience to be overlooked. Blood must be shed. One day, a pastor who misbehaved towards a senior pastor, I think he even left the church. I'm not quite sure of that, but that detail. But he went to see another pastor to beg him to go to see the pastor he broke away from to beg. And the senior, the other senior pastor told this foolish boy that how do we go? How do we go? He said, oh, that's why I came to see you. So that you and I will go. And the senior pastor said, no, you don't just go. You cannot misbehave towards a pastor, your father, your whatever, and just go. We have to go with something. So he gave him a list of things to buy. <laughs> yes. To prepare a hamper. Is it two hampers or so? Buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. So when we go, we present the hamper that we have come with something. And then we will kneel down and beg. And when they went, it worked. The hamper they presented. The pastor received it. But he opened it in front of them. And found certain items that he wasn't going to use. So he told them that what you have brought is nice, but it's of no use. Because I don't drink such minerals. I don't use such soap. This thing is not... So what, what you have brought to appease me is not appropriate. But I accept it. The concept is nice. It is a good thing you've done. And God bless you. We have, I have forgotten about it. It's past. The issues are over. Let's start again. And the pastor is still in the church as I speak today. Ladies and gentlemen, when you do something bad, you need an eraser. An eraser. So, before Christ came, those who walked with God every year every year they went to the temple and killed and look if you read Exodus especially Leviticus and you look at the work of the priests you will ask yourself you 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 cannot fail to ask yourself were these pastors or they were butchers? Blood for blood, 
You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Killing blood here, blood. I mean, blood. It was a bloody. You see, working with God is a bloody relationship because of what I'm about to share with you today. So every year, look, the rich went with cows and oxen and so on. Those who were poor also had to buy some pigeons. I mean, by all means, blood ought to be shed. So like today as we've come, outside at the car park is where the pastors are. The pastors are not inside. They are outside killing animals. Butchers. And when you kill one in 2017, when you enter 2018, what you killed has expired. So you must kill another one. So every year there was killing. And when God looked at it, he said, I like blood. But my people cannot continue to sacrifice animals every year. So I'm going to send someone who is going to shed his blood once. Once. And those who have faith to believe in that shedding of blood will experience a permanent purging of their sins. Without the removal of sin in your life, you cannot come near God. Anybody you see who is near God has had to do something about his sins. And the fact that you have committed some sins and you have stopped does not mean that the past sins will not follow you. Hallelu, hallelu. I said the fact that today you have regretted does not mean that that baby following you will die. The fornication you did, which brought that baby, anytime you see the boy's face, you remember his father. (laughs) You have stopped fornicating. But still, that boy is following you. When a man sees you and wants to marry you, he will not take decisions only about you. You have to ask that. Do I want a boy with such a big head also in my house? So you have a pretty face, but there's a boy with oblong head. (laughs) I'm saying that your past mistakes have a way of following you. But when the blood of Jesus came, it erased I said it erased 
your past sins and made your past sins no more powerful enough. You see, a man can continue looking at the boy with oblong head. But as far as God is concerned, you are as neat and pure and right as someone who has done nothing. By the blood, all things, almost all things, are by the law, purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood. That is why Jesus Christ is different from any other religious leader. That is why Jesus did not die by a car accident. Jesus did not die through a stroke or through diabetes. Jesus did not die of cancer, but he was, he, he was murdered by the piercing of his body in many parts so that blood could be shed from his body. And every drop of blood that came out of him represented the washing and the purging away of the sins of your life. So we today don't need to go to the temple every year to kill animals. Rather, we eat them. So today, I'm preaching about the life you have now. Which came through the blood. And Leviticus 17 verse 11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. The soul that sins. The soul that commits evil. That soul is atoned for by the blood. So why? Today we are going to learn why is the blood of Jesus important? Why? What's the reason? Number one. Do you have your books? Number one. Blood was created to carry life. John 6, 53. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. See, when we go out to witness, I told you that left to us alone, there's, there's no point having such a book because we are saved. But the reason why we open it to read and to study is that we are also ambassadors. You see, you are going to minister the blood. Every believer must talk about the power of the blood. And that is why today I'm teaching you, you see, because when you see a believer, you are looking at someone, if the person is a true believer, that person has, has encountered 
the blood of Jesus. You can't save a person without the agency of the blood. Yes, it is Jesus Christ who died. But it is his blood that worked on us to give us a place in his kingdom. Number one, blood was created by God to carry life. Life. You are alive physically now because of the blood running through you. That's why before Jesus died, his last statement was, I test. I'm testing. I'm testing. Why was he testing? Because his blood had come out of him. You, 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 you become testy when you lose blood. When you lose a certain amount of blood, you will begin to be thirsty. Your blood circulation, your blood volume will contract. And one of the effects is that you will begin to be thirsty. He said, I test. He had lost blood. Now, why? Number one is that blood, blood, ordinary blood in a goat, blood in a human being, blood was created to carry life. There is life in the blood. It says blood is a red oxygen containing liquid that gives life to everything it comes into contact with. Blood carries life by carrying life giving oxygen. And then taking away the poisonous Carbon dioxide. If you are an art student, you will understand this. Science students will understand this. Yes. How many science students do we have who understand what I'm talking about? Oh, only four science students. How many art students do we have? Art and business. Oh, you are learning. All right. I'm teaching you. Look, your body is the way it is. Because of the blood that is flowing through you. So in this book, Bishop shares a story of something he saw in the hospital one day. He said, one day I watched a man's leg being amputated in the theater. They cut his leg and he was a doctor in the theater watching. Never had I felt such depression as I watched the operation unfold, I felt very sorry for the man. As I watched his leg being carried away by a hospital attendant, they cut the leg and somebody lifted the leg and took it outside to throw it away. May your leg not be cut. But a week later, I found this man whose leg was amputated Sitting up on his bed, smiling and laughing with visitors. A few days later, I saw him going home happily. 
But, you see, even though his leg had been removed, he still had life in him to go home. Why? Because the life of the flesh is not in the leg. The life of the flesh is in the blood. So you may take away the leg, but if there is blood flowing through him, he has got life. One day, I was in the hospital and my professor called us to go to see a patient. We went and we saw a man lying down. His legs were bare. So the professor asked us to examine the patient. So we checked. We examined. Then we were all surprised. First of all, to examine the patient, we had to stand back and look. And we saw that one leg was black. Dark, blue, black. No, not black as in charcoal black. Dark. And one leg was fair. Was the man bleaching one leg? No. Then we, after inspecting, we went to the man to palpate. To feel. Are the art students listening to me? Are the business students listening to me? When we began to feel the legs, we noticed that the leg which was fair was warm. And the leg which was dark was cold. And the professor asked us, what do you think is happening here? And all of us knew that that other leg which was dark and cold had no life in it. It was dead. So he began to quiz us. What do you think could have happened to this man? So this will say this, this will say this, but of course all our answers were wrong. So we asked the man, what happened to you? And the man said, I had an accident. A very, very wild accident. And something hit my groin. And when he hit it, it tore the artery. I mean, he didn't know. Later on, they went and investigated and realized that the main blood vessel, the pipe, that connected the leg to the rest of the body and carried blood to the leg was cut. So when he came out of the accident, he was able to walk. But with time, because there was no blood flowing. You see, because wherever the blood goes, there is life at that place. If the blood does not go to that side, there is no life. Because blood carries life. After a few days, the man realized that the leg, there was no feeling. It was becoming cold. It was dead. 
that leg was cut off. It was there that I realized that any part of the body that is normal, whether it's your nose, it's your arm, it's your lip, any piece of your body that is normal, is normal because blood is going there. Any part of your body, from your buttocks to the to, to your to your toe, any any part of your body, your back, anywhere that is normal. It's normal because blood goes there. If no blood goes there, it will die. The word we use in science is gangrene. It will it will become gangrenous. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why your nose is normal. That's why your fingers, look at your fingers, everybody, look at your fingers. It's normal, not because you are uh, whatever, because of the blood. If one blood vessel stops entering one finger, that finger becomes black in two days. That's why a disease like diabetes, diabetes, is a very demonic disease. Because diabetes is a disease, you know, sugar. Sugar disease. As you grow, you must be checking your sugar because one of the things diabetes does is that when, when, when somebody is diabetic, apart from the many, many things that happen, one of the things is that the person suffers from what we call a diabetic microangiopathy. Sit down. Listen, that is diabetes destroys small blood vessels. Small, small blood vessels that go to certain organs. So even you can be diabetic and become blind because the blood vessels that go to your retina, the, the, the screen of your eye, will be destroyed by diabetes. And your eye will not see because you, you, see, you are able to see because blood goes into your eyes. Science students, are you here with me? Apart from other complications like um, you can have an infection which doesn't heal and, and so on. One of the direct effects of diabetes is that it destroys blood vessels. Microangiopathy. Small blood vessels disease. And you see it in the kidney, in the liver, in the eye, in this and this because any time you see, to kill something eh, don't take a knife and kill it. Just cut off the blood supply to the place. It will die. So you see that in your family, you are the only normal person because the blood of Jesus has been able to flow to you. If it could not, if, if it has not flowed towards your brother, towards your cousin, towards your mother, they are not normal. They die. You are sitting here normal because the blood of Jesus flowed to you. If you fool and you cut the supply off, you will be surprised that you will be as dead as your younger brother. That is why we go to towns. 
That is why in a few weeks time we are going to Zabzugu Tatale. We are going to Pandai. We are going to Pasa. We are going to connect them to the blood of Jesus and preach the blood there so that the blood of Jesus can flow to the town. Wherever blood doesn't flow, there's no life. If you are sitting here, don't think that this church has anything to offer you. You can be here and be rotten. Anybody you see sitting here who is normal, who is doing well, it's not because of church. It's because the person has contacted the blood of Jesus. The blood. It washes. Yes, it gives life. No church can do no nothing for you. No pastor can do no nothing for you. The blood. That's why we plead the blood. That's why he said, take it and eat it. That's why we take communion. To remind us that we are not just like unbelievers. We are in a relationship with the blood. Not just with Jesus, but his blood. That's why you cannot be a believer and be sinning by heart. Because when the blood of Jesus comes into you, a certain life comes to you. So when you see a believer who is dull, dull Christians who sleep in church are life. Oh yes. It's not about age. It's not about like you are a young girl or you are a woman in your period or you are sad or you are whatever. Energy and life is from the blood. It's in the blood. When you have not contacted the blood, and you see, it is not, listen to this one, thank you Jesus. See, it's not about the fact that you had the blood last week. Ah, otherwise, then no, no, no organs should spoil. Then, then the man's leg should have been intact. Even though the blood supply was cut, it should have still been working because there was blood flowing through it for 30 years. It's not about yesterday. Is the blood flowing now? Is it flowing today? Is it flowing today? That's why when we go to witness, we tell the people that the blood of Jesus has life to change you. You, you, you will notice that people who are depressed, when they get born again, the depression lifts off. People who like to smoke, who like to drink, who are into fornication. But when you find a church member who sits in the church and is continuing to fornicate, likely has not contacted the blood of Jesus. He has just met a church. He just knows a pastor. He really hasn't met the blood of Jesus. The first thing that happens is that, why? Why, why does the blood of Jesus give life? Because it, it was created to carry life. And every day of your life, be conscious. The life of a Christian is not from singing hymns. The life of a Christian is not from sitting down hearing the word of God. Or, no, the blood. The blood. He said, except you eat. Put it up. Uh, John 6, 53. 
except you eat the flesh. And you drink the blood. You have no life in you. I want to tell you not to let the blood of Jesus be in vain. If you are here, don't don't just be here because you are here. Ask yourself, have, have you experienced the blood of Jesus Christ? Is the blood, is it flowing into your life? Is the blood of Jesus flowing into your social life? If the blood of Jesus is flowing into your social life, you will not have certain friendships. Number two. Ha, I love this one. The blood gives life because it can reach every part of the body. Beautiful. What a point. It can. It can reach. For it reaches to the highest mountain. And it flows to the lowest valley, valley, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never, never, never. Let's take it from the top. The blood that Jesus shed for me Yeah. 
reaches to the highest mountain, sing it. Which reaches to the highest excited. I, I, I need to control myself. I must control myself. I need self-control. Holy Spirit. I, I feel too excited. And behold, lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, Zambians, Ghanaians, Germans, Czechoslovakians, of all nations and kindreds, types of people, Different types. Different types of men. Womanizers. We smokers. Kindred of all types. Holy men. Tall men. And people. And tongues. Frafras. Were there. Fantis. Dutch. They stood before the throne. And before the lamb, clothed with white robes. My God, white and palms in their hands. Verse 13. Verse 13. And one of the elders answered, saying to me, What are these? I mean, I see a lot. I mean, if you stand here, you see that there's a large crowd there. Can you see the crowd? Say, can you stand up and see? See the crowd. Large. Who are these? And unlike this one, where some are wearing gabardine and, and plain and tie and dye and rescue, this one, everybody was wearing white. I think one of these Sundays, we must wear white, white, white. Thank you, sir. Are these people who are wearing white? Wow! The crowd. Who are these guys wearing white? And 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 and, and whence came they? Whence came they? Verse fourteen. And I said to him, Sir, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me. These are they which came out of the great tribulation. They had problems. They had challenges. They were having feelings. But they came out. I see you coming out. I said, I see you coming out. And have washed their robes. Kamaluk Azama Kandei. It is not that their robes were washed for them. They have washed. Which soap did they use to wash their robes? And made them fight. Are you 
aware that you can wash, but it's not white. People have got white shirts. But when you see from afar, it looks like a brown gabardine. They have washed their robes. It means that their robes were not originally white. But you cannot be in heaven with tie and die. Yes, they have washed their robes. Yes, my dear, please come. Yeah, like this. This one, you see. Different colors. This is yellow. This is peach. This is blue. This is, is, this, is it red or what color is this? Is it red? Red. Red. Then there's blue. And there's white. Multicolored. Thank you, can sit down. Why? What? Some of you in the spirit, your dress it's a tie and die. Chinese tie and die. Yeah, because when you sin, when you commit fornication, red spots come into your dress. Red spots. Some of you, your dress is it's like Ashante Kotoko Jesse. When you lie, you get polka dots, brown dots, lies. Yes. When you are jealous of your neighbor's beloved, jealousy, when you are jealous, you get color green, green, green spots. And in heaven, you don't wear clothes with green. Shamila Mande Kotabos. When you kill black spots. So those of you who have done 14 abortions. Black, 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 black. Some of you in the church, you are wearing white, white, like you. White scarf, white, uh, what's the name? Is it Mama? Uh, this one. No, the top is what? Kaba, kaba. White scarf, white kaba, white slate. But in the spirit, you are wearing black, black, black. Abortions. But thank God, there's a chemical. My God, I feel like preaching this morning. I said, there is a chemical. There is a chemical. You know, what a sapso cannot wash. What blue omo cannot wash? Oh, I I, 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 don't know who I'm preaching to. What, 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 what locks cannot wash? I know a chemical. When it touches your dress, when it touches your cloth, when it touches your past, no matter the color, no matter the color, even though it is as red as crimson, even though it's as deep as purple, the chemical called the blood of Jesus that is why someone like me can preach that is why someone like her can sing that is why someone like you can be in church because the blood watch this but note the key phrase 
they have washed their robes. No pastor can wash for you. I'm only selling to you the blood. I'm only serving you the blood. I'm only offering the blood. But you, by faith, must take it and apply it to your life and believe that the 16 abortions you did are over. That, 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 that the line you used to lie have been washed away. Who are they? But let's get back to the message. Let's get back to the message. I'm, I'm, I'm too, say, say, Pastor, cool down. Say, Bishop, cool down. Bishop, cool down. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting too worked up. I must cool down. You see, the message, it says, watch this one. It says, it can reach every part. Mazuka. Mm. Mm. Your, your pastor, don't allow it to control you. Yes. Don't allow your past. The blood, eh, it can re- You see, when you see a body, like my body standing in front of you, and I, especially as I'm walking, I can fling my hand. I can move my neck. I can. So, so, so. I'm walking. There's no pain anywhere in my body. Free body. The reason is that blood being pumped from my heart goes everywhere. My, look, look. Give me your finger. You see, look at it. If I press now and I release it, it says it's all white, then it flashes again, becomes flushed. It, there's blood here from the tip here. If I knock you right now. There'll be blood Everywhere There is no part of the body The blood cannot reach Ladies and gentlemen The blood of Jesus is also like that It can reach everyone Whether you are a Ghanaian Whether you are a Nigerian Whether you are a homosexual Whether you are a pure person Whether you are a fornicator You are deep There is no body the blood of Jesus cannot get to I said, that is how people like us are pastors. What, what, what business do we have in church? What business? Some of you, the things you have done, that you have come to sit here. And you, you've dressed, you look like the president of Ghana. That's exactly how the president of Ghana looks. President with glasses. Neat, neat man. But you cannot, if he tells you his secondary school days. <laughs> As a secondary school days. When he was in form four. And he met a certain girl behind the dormitory. <laughs> mercy. I want to shout mercy. But today, he's sitting in the church like a president of Ghana. Why? It's the blood. I said the blood. I said the blood. I said, look, when you see us in the church, eh, especially people who sit the first three rows, like the church mothers and the church sisters. Let me move away from here. You won't believe it. There's a girl here, sitting here. When she was in school, the university, 
I think she just lied. Not only that you got um, what's the name? The Rasta, Rasta or something. Those days she liked to cut her hair. So she called the Baba to come to her room. USD, USD, USD. As the Baba was cutting the hair, in the middle, I think he had cut half of the front. I don't know what happened. Suddenly, she began to have sexual feelings with a Baba who is carrying, carrying his scissors. Oh yeah, day here with his scissors. He said, "Don't cut my hair anymore." That cut the front door. It's okay. So just oh, why? Let me finish. I've not finished cutting. Break time. Then she got up and went and closed the windows. Locked the door. Removed her clothes. Went to lie down. Said, "Come, come and have sex with me." I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. I'm not telling this on the preaching story. I'm not. She's sitting here. lady you see who is very quiet and is not saying preach on, may be the one. No, you won't believe it, Sandra. They had sex. And when they finished everything, the guy continued. Thank God that the blood of Jesus can reach everywhere. Can reach the bad girl. Can reach the bad boy. Can reach the thief. Can reach the liar. And this morning, wherever you are, the blood of Jesus will reach you. Receive the blood. Nobody is too bad for the blood. Nobody went to Liberia. For crusades, you'll be there. We met a pastor, a pastor in Liberia. He was one of the warlords. You know, Liberia had a war. If you remember, many years ago, war in Liberia. Liberia. Yeah, one of the warlords is now a pastor. They use rituals, fetish rituals, to fight. And they fought naked. So the name of the general was the, the pastor. He was the general of his army. He was called General Butt Naked. B-U-T-T. Buttocks. Naked. They fought naked. You can, you can go to YouTube. You see it there. And you know how they fought. When they wake up in the morning, they would chant naked. Chant and chant and chant. That's the first ritual. Then they will send someone to go anywhere, anywhere. When you meet a woman with a baby, you just bring the baby. Then they use a knife and they cut the baby from, from the back into two. Little baby, one year, six months, eight months. They cut the baby and open the chest like animals. And then they will take the, the heart and eat the heart. They, will, they eat the raw heart. Even one day, they got a woman. And when they saw the, when the baby came, the baby's face, the baby was very, 
He said, when he saw the baby, he was moved. So he sent his soldiers that they should go and find another baby, but they can't kill this one. But if they go and they don't find any baby, then he'll kill this one. He was praying and hoping that they would bring another baby. They went and went and they didn't get any baby. He said, he remembers the face of the baby. They cut the chest into two. The mother was standing there. She almost collapsed. And they took the hat. It's a hat. They take the hat. The hat, I've seen one. I've seen one on, on video. The hat will be pulsating. Then they'll just you bite, you bite, you bite, you bite, you bite. There's no one. And I put the raw hat. Today, that man, as I'm speaking now, he's preaching in a church in Monrovia, Liberia. Why? Because no matter what you have done, the blood of Jesus, it can reach the toes, it can reach the fingers, it can reach your nose. No matter how your past is, whether you are educated, you are not educated, whether you are a sexy girl, or you are a... That's why when you go, and you see a girl smoking weed in front of you. A, a girl told me. When was this? Tuesday. Sunday, last week Sunday. 18 years. 18 years. Sex. And now... She does video sex. That's what she says. She's now into video. 18 years. When I spoke to her, I said, Jesus can touch you. She looked into my face. 18 years. She said, I'm beyond repairs. She said, you don't know me. Said, what I've told you is just one side. She said, I'm beyond. And I told her, that there's nobody. nobody. There's nobody the blood of Jesus cannot save. I said, there's nobody. In fact, the, 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 the worse your sin, the more you even become a pastor. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Those of you who don't want to serve God haven't experienced forgiveness much. Yeah. You are good. You were born good. But those of us who were smoking and have and, and on pornography at a 13. We he said the one who has been loved much is the one who loves. Today, you yourself, before you go out, I want to tell you, no matter what you've done, the blood of Jesus gives you a right. To stand on this stage. To sing. To preach. It gives you a right to sit amongst us. No matter your past. And today, if you believe it, the blood of Jesus can touch you. And make it. Number three. And I'm closing with this. Next week. It's our own book. It's a book for you. Uh, next week we'll come to continue. God willing. Yes. It's our own church. Mazalula. Mada. The blood carries life. Zamalo, because it has the ability to carry 
nourishment. Nourishment. Ah, what a word. Nourishment. John 6, 54. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. 55. For my flesh is meat and my blood is drink. Blood is a red liquid containing dissolved food. That gives, somebody should be listening to me. That gives life Everything it comes into contact with. Within the blood. Today, even if you are an art student, you can understand. Within the blood are molecules of life-giving protein, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and minerals. No wonder there is life in the blood. And as the red blood cells in human blood bring food to every part of the body, the blood of Jesus brings life and well-being to everyone it comes into contact with. Anyone who eats and drinks the blood of Jesus is going to enjoy eternal life. My dear friends, I'm talking about nourishment. The blood, if I cut you now, the blood that drops, that red thing, is not just color red. It contains food. It contains, there's food in it. Food, it carries to your eyes, to your lips, to your ear, to your chest, to your arm. Food. It is that food that makes you look the fresh woman and the fresh brother brother you are now it is the blood that brings no, it, 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 it nourishes you when a person is not saved or when the person is only in church, playing church you see that the person lacks some nutrients the soul is dry the soul is sick those are the people who will be moving around looking for anything they can find to give them nourishment. They try jots. They try we. They try girls. They try boys. If it's a girl, she will try boys. And when she's tired of boys, she goes to girls. If it's a boy, he tries girls. And if he's tired, he goes for boys. Why? Because he lacks a certain nourishment. He cannot control himself when he sees a woman's breast. When he sees a naked woman, it's like a fetish priest. Mommy, what is this? Hey, hey. But when you have the blood of Jesus flowing through you, you see, you see, have you ever gone to a party before you went to ate fufu at home? 
Hello? So as you are sitting there, the leaves and the chicken one, t- Wow, this this guy is civilized. I mean, he's very country. They don't know that there's no foundation other than that which has already been laid. But when you are fasted for four days and you are invited to a party, as you are sitting there, your eyes... When? When is the food coming? Then you get up and you go to where the food is. Say, <laughs> what are you going to say? Then you go back and sit down. And when they bring it, meat pie, and this type of uh, finger food and so on, you just collect all and put it in your pocket and say, please bring in the one I'm going to eat here. Misbehaving. Why? Because you lack nourishment. When the nourishment of the blood of Jesus is flowing through you, you are, you are controlled. Like Joseph. You do, see, when you say Potiphar's wife, you don't know. You see, because the word is wife, you think it's just like one of these women. Read your Bible well. The wives of those guys, the kings, you remember when Esther was going to see the king? Six months. Six months. Like every day, treatment of the skin. Treatment with, 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 with oils. Then the next six months, they treat from the oils to leaves. And, and, and milk. And so, so after one year, as she's standing in front of you, the skin is like, it's like uh, fluorescent lights. Zero, 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 zero. Nomi, 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 nomi. That was the type of woman who stood in front of Joseph. When you see her breast, it's not like this type of fried eggs. You're making me say things that are not right here. I, I just remember I'm in church. Sorry, sorry for that. When, when, when Joseph looked at the woman, if it was any of you, you would have knelt down and sang Adia Menin Daswa Mensaka Yeswe Adia Menin Daswa Are you aware that for every bride you remember the Anas things? Yeah. Not everybody on that video was taking bribes. There were some who were offered bribes, but they said, No, I will not. May the Lord fill your soul with the nourishment that comes from the blood of Jesus. No, no, no man will entice you. No woman will bring you down. When you stand, even if you are locked in a room with a naked woman, you will still stand because the blood of Jesus has already filled your soul. When you don't have it, I pity you. That's why you chase short girl, finish tall girl, finish copacallet, finish pineapple, a girl whose skin is like pineapple. 
you finish with the girls, then you go for Bugsome Majesty. Yes. Then when you finish Bugsome Majesty, you go for Slender Spaghetti. Slender Spaghetti. And when you finish all of them, you say, no, I still want something more. Let me try boys now. But when the nourishment of the blood of Jesus comes to you, it fills you. You see that there's no money in your pocket, but you're okay. You're not following any man for money. No, you've got one blouse, three skirts, but you're okay. You don't have a job, but you won't sleep around. Some of you, you have a job, but you are sleeping around for more money. May the blood of Jesus carry the nourishment your soul needs today. Today. Those who find Jesus Christ, they hunger for nothing else. Oh yes. They won't have a job. He'll be hungry. They would. But they are fine. Because that the song says, Jesus you're the center of my joy. Every good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment. Hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center. I, I don't have money. My parents are poor. My, 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 my mother has no job. My father was a carpenter. He has a stroke. We are told there's no money. But I'm not going to give my body to a boy for 10 Ghana cities. Why? Because the nourishment that comes from the blood of Jesus is enough for me. All that's good and perfect comes from you. We will cut him into two. We will fry you. Stephen was told, Denounce this Christ and be free. Said, What are you talking about? Uh, can you imagine me saying that I have not, I don't know a woman called Bridget Marion? I don't know her. I, mean, I know her. Say you've not met her before. How can I say I've not met her before? beginning goodness gracious which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life verse 3 jump to verse 3 that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may also have fellowship and truly 
our fellowship is with the Father. When you've seen something and you have touched something, if you are here and you don't wake souls, it means that you have really not met Jesus Christ. Don't confuse sitting in church on the front row with meeting Jesus. If you are not a witness, you don't share the word of God, you don't preach Christ, I'm telling you that you have not met Jesus. When you've met Jesus, eh? And his nourishment flows to you. You'll be poor. But you walk to church. No man will take over your body and gives you 10 Ghana cities for one round. You won't sleep with a woman to get a job. Because you are full. No money in your pocket, but you are full. The blood of Jesus, it gives life because it carries the spiritual proteins, carbohydrates, fats, and all the things, vitamins, anything you need. And today, I pray that in your, in your own right, in your own life, you will be happy and you will be content that knowing that Jesus is with you. His blood. So when men pity you, you feel sorry for those who are pitying you. Because they don't know what runs through your spiritual body. The blood of Jesus and the nourishment. Stand to your feet this morning and lift up your two hands. Lift your hands. Let's sing the song. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on God. Everybody lift your hands and sing. Lift your hands and sing. The blood that gives me strength from day
Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping. The blood. The blood. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, what a service. What a message. Pastor, I've never heard such a message before. Please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. Wherever you are, every head bowed and every eye closed. If you want to receive Jesus today for life, eternal life, wherever you are, just lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Lift it up. Pastor, pray for me. I'm not born again. I want to receive Jesus today. Yes, lift it high. Above your head. I see your hand. Lift it high. I see you at the back. I see. Lift it high. High. Pastor, please pray for me. I need Jesus. I want to be born again today. Lift your hand. Lift your hand high. And if your hand is lifted up, I want you wherever you are to keep your hand up and come to the front here. Yes. Come to me here. God bless you. Come. To Jesus. say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm very sorry for my sins. Today, by this prayer, I declare that Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Master. That I am born again. I'm not the old man or woman I used to be. Today, I receive Jesus into my heart to wash me, to cleanse me, to make me new. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm not going back again. Jesus is my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my salvation. From today, I'm born again. And I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.